Hello, dear Watson. <laughs> Hello, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Come on, then. Yes. We are going to do some myth-busting today. Myth-busting. Yes. Nice. So instead nice. of ball-busting like we usually do, we're going to do some myth-busting. I'm sure we'll do some ball-busting as well. Probably. Probably. Ball-busting as well. Let's just turn that volume down. Good, good, yeah. good. Yes. And um, we're going to Glen Scotia. Yes. We're going to Campbelltown, which I did not know where it was, and Aha. you did. Yes, but only because I was looking before to see if it was close by to anything where I could drive if I was going to Scotland, and it appears to be a long way away from everything. Ah, well, well, in a month's time, I will not be in Campbelltown, where we're going to be drinking at what I think is an exceptional whiskey. And I hope my memory's right, because it's about 18 months since I actually drank this. Mm. So we'll see whether my memory's good. Uh, and yes, I'm going to Speyside and hopefully going to see me barrel. And uh, yes. I will bring a big bottle back from it. Ah, good. Because uh, the that's small cool. sample we had was exceptional. Nice, hmm. nice, nice. Good, good, good. Yeah, so that's yes. that. And uh, we're going to go myth-busting. So explain, because this came from a consultant friend of yours, didn't it? So <laughs> somebody very special to a you. Very, actually, a very expensive consultant. <laughs> yes. So you think that we are expensive, then you've got SAP consultants. We are slightly more expensive. But this one and actually... And then you have daughters. Exactly. This one came from my daughter. So in the summertime... In the summertime, exactly. when the weather is fine. Waiting for that. Sorry. Um, so um, me and my daughter, we, we drove around for quite a bit. And we normally have uh, music on. But when we go to, the, uh, to another country, we can't play our own music. So um, I'm always listening to podcasts anyway. So I said to her, why can't we find a good podcast that we can both listen to? And we found one from the Children's Channel in Belgium. Um, that was all about uh, mid-busting. So you had one of the uh, presenters uh, from the channel uh, talking to uh, one of the children that actually had a pretty incredible story and they were going to find out if it was true. So one of the stories about the story that I remember most is the one where a little girl, eight years old, says there's a story about a whale beneath our gym. The gym at school. The gym at yep. school. And so they were going to find it out and they talked to a number of people and it, it appeared to be true because they had a big whale uh, skeleton in the school at some point, uh, but they had to rebuild part of the school and they didn't have room for that anymore. So they actually put it in the ground under the new and under gym. the foundation of the new gym. Oh, okay, so cool. it's pretty cool. But yeah, have you seen the television program Mythbusters? I did. Yes. yes. I'm trying to grow one of these mustaches. Yes. yes. Yeah, that was always quite cool. Yeah. You can shoot somebody from 40 yards with a handgun. Okay, so you stand there and I'll try and shoot you. <laughs> and just to make sure we'll put this, this glass, um, uh, bulletproof glass in front of you just to keep you safe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's find mm. out whether it's a myth or not. Yeah, no, I used to quite like those. Very cool. And they blew the shit up. Yeah, they blew lots of shit up. Yes. So there's lots of myths about Microsoft 365 and SharePoint. Yes. So we've decided to do four of them. Yeah. We may not get through them all. We'll see. And um, we're going to find out whether it is a myth or true. 
Yeah, yes. Actually, yes. in this case, they're all myths. They're all lies. We never thought about that, did we? No. We should have had some that were true or not. We just wanted oh. to do all the things. Let's let's just rewind this. And so we have some myths that we are going to prove are myths. Yes. There we go. Good call. Yes. All right. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about first, though? Um, do You're we buggering talk off to Helsinki on... I'm buggering off to all uh, kinds of places. Next weekend? Uh, uh, b- 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 weekend uh, after. The 8th of September, Friday the 8th, I'm traveling to Helsinki, yep. where I will be having a wonderful dinner with my buddy Yussi and a few other people. And Saturday... Conference afterwards. No, no, no. Dinner. Work, work, work. work. work Remember, work, the work, girlfriend work. might be listening now. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Accountant. Hard work. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mr. Accountant. Um, and th- there might be some clubbing involved, I heard. So um, it's going to be interesting. There are plans. Yeah. And then we're back together a couple of weeks after that. Uh, no, Bletchley. actually, I'm, I'm going to Prague oh, yes, first as well, uh, talking about co-pilot um, uh, you managing. You know nothing a, about co-pilot. I know everything about co-pilot. Oh, okay, then. Yes. Why is it called co-pilot? Because it's not an autopilot. It helps you do stuff. Oh, so you know what it's not recalled for. Yes, oh, it's okay. not called Fred. It's yes. not called Fred. <laughs> Actually, for yep. a long time, my crew, but uh, Linus, have been calling uh, ChatGPT. Oh, now I can't remember what it's called. Oh, what do they call like it? Because they keep referring to it. No, it's a lady's name, but oh. uh, I'm sure they're all shouting now. And then surely. next week when we release this, surely, yeah, when they release this, they'll go, look, it was called Damn, can't remember. Ah, okay. So, yes, everything should have a good name. Yes. So, co-pilot's a bit there. Yeah. I mean, oh. especially with Microsoft's, you know, habit of calling these bots by name, because they had Cortana. Yeah, well... She act- was from Halo, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. But actually, Cortana would be cool. You can just say, like, hey, Cortana... Tell Build me, me, write me a meeting report from this meeting. That would be so much I'm not much sure whether cool. I have it turned on. Hey, Cortana... No, I don't have it turned on my no. machine. I used to do. Yeah. But, uh, but they're, they're also kind of sunsetting her, so it's not... They are, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, She's past it, it. To be honest, I'm also having this, the same idea with my Google uh, Home device these days. So I've got a, home, a Google Home thing um, in my bedroom, and I just use it to turn on and turn off the lights. But these days... Do you know there's a, a light switch thing? It's been around a while, and you just have to touch it in two different places yes but if i want to set the mood to a certain setting in the bedroom i can now just say hey google turn get me late. The, t- yes <laughs> Some the, get me late like tile yes so oh, um, we, we got a head looking at us <laughs> yes steve's got a new dog and it is adorable as max my god what a fluff ball it oh. is I love her. Twelve um, weeks old. Him. But anyway, uh, so my Google thing—it's—it's not—it's not listening anymore. Oh, it's listening, but it's not doing whatever I want her to do. Have so you I tried said, resetting. I think I need to, or try to see if there's an update or whatever. But. I have to say, um, I mean, I, do, I I like playing with these things, but I tend to use Hey Google on my phone all the yeah. time, mm-hmm. and there it is, popped up. So yeah, it's, uh, how can I help? Yeah. And now it's recording my voice, so I better do this in case it suddenly decides to do something stupid. 
But um, but yes, I'll do that all the time, especially if I'm laying in bed. I can just sort of just shout at it, ask what time it is, and yes. it pops up on the screen and stuff. Yes, exactly. But these days, every time I ask her something, she's like, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't, don't have an answer do for that. you. Yeah. So do you think they've all kind of stopped working on I don't this know. kind of stuff? But this is actually pretty freaking useless now. Because if you think about Copilot, to be able to talk to it and ask the questions yeah. would be better. So maybe Cortana will have a daughter. Maybe. Because yeah, could be I do remember at uh, one of the SharePoint conferences where they were still pushing Cortana, mm-hmm. they were using it to do query of data. Oh, so yeah. they had a spreadsheet of all the people on the conference and they were asking it, hey, Cortana, how many people in this conference are from Europe? Yeah, And it would then give you the answer based upon it was running the query on that thing. So it's, it feels like it's one of those things that might come back. Now you've got Copilot where you're writing in sentences anyway. Yeah, I hope so. Because I feel like, I feel like we're nearly 10 years at Star ago, Trek, aren't we? We're well, nearly there. I, I'm always hoping that we are. Like, I feel like 10 years ago, there were so many things that we saw demoed that were really cool and... I kind of feel like they never got there. They never got into fruition. Like that thing that you just said. Like yeah. you can just ask questions to an Excel sheet. And now they're coming back and say, look, we've got new technology that can do that. Yeah, but you kind of said that 10 years ago as well. But No, but I think Copilot is, is, is prime for voice because you're just talking in open sentences. You type things in in yeah. normal sentences. Mm. So maybe that's one of the things that will happen, but we'll know. They're all still busy trying to work out how to get sh- short, sharp, effective models at the moment. Yeah. And to making sure they don't hallucinate too much as we were just seeing earlier doing some searches. Yeah. So no. um so then so then yeah so let me just get this straight so you are going to Helsinki one week then yeah. you're going to Prague the next week yeah and then it must be Bletchley the week after I think so something like that wow. yes wow and then i think it's south coast summit uh yes which we really really ought to pull the winners out to see who's joining us for dinner yes Actually, it must be tomorrow when we get shortlisted. Well, when we get shortlisted to see if if we are shortlisted. shortlisted. Yes. So we'd better check on that uh, because then we've got to work out how people vote for us. Uh, Yes. So okay, maybe we do that one. Yeah, we might put we might put a little wee dram in to say, "Hey, vote for us." Yes. We are going to be doing a whiskey tasting in the South Coast Summit. Uh, we definitely will. No, we yes. are doing as well. Um, yep. And I'm in the middle of Aaron to find out how we do that. But that will probably be done before the dinner mm-hmm. to be decided. Saturday is a quiz night thing, isn't it? Probably. How yeah. long are you planning on staying? Any idea? I have not. Uh, I think I, I answered that email where One they night or got. Two. Yeah. So well, I, I think, I, think I am going to stay for Saturday as well because last year. I had to leave because there was uh, SharePoint Saturday in Belgium. Which is the week after. As the week after, yeah. Yeah, so I know we're both speaking there. Uh, Yes. Um, So, yeah, there's lots of of stuff. Uh, Lisbon is in November. November, Yes, and then we might have an extra thing that we might do. That would be so cool to announce that, but we can't say anything. No! No, because it's not finalized yet. But immediately after Lisbon, if there are any big events, we might actually be in uh, a place where people can come and visit us. Yes. Prism. Lisbon Lisbon was so good, we got locked up for five days. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let's see on that one. So yes, you're right. It is going to be busy. Yeah. And then Tallinn in the new year. But you can't do that. No. 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 So that's cool. Right. I think I'm also up for a couple between here somewhere. I think France. Ooh, okay. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard back from that one yet. So okay. there's still a few up in the air. And I think there was another one as well I was waiting for. Italy. Might be, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple. So it's, yes, it's, it's it is speaker fun. season. It's fun because every, I don't know, every, so twice, a week, twice per year I get like this feeling like, ooh, I, I'm not speaking at any conference. So, <laughs> oh no. Oh no, I'm going to I'm going to ooh, it's going to be so boring and then suddenly everything Boom. comes back like, "Oh, how am I going to fit all season. this?" I knew yeah. I knew I'd got close to the edge because I was talking about something the other day and um I was talking to Sarah and Sarah was getting all excited and I was getting all excited and then the voice of the house said, "You need to be careful how many days you're not working otherwise you'll have no income." And I'm going, That's, "Yeah, because oh, it's yes. the income that That's pays true. for the travel." So but anyway, no. we'll see where we go with that. But that's exactly. fine. Exactly. All right, good. So we've done the speaking things. And if nice. anybody comes to see us, we'll always have a whiskey or two with us for uh, a tasting. So yeah. that's always got fun. Maybe if not, not we'll at, find a bar. At an event, you mean? Yeah. It's yes, not at work. So I know that lots of people at work are listening oh, to yes. us. So Guys, no, we're not carrying any bottles no, with us. The, uh, there's all those posters around saying uh, no. You shouldn't. No. no. Okay. Just say no. Um, good. Then I think that's probably the news we have now. But yes, South Coast Summit. Will be our hundred and twenty fifth yes podcast yes. and five years, <gasps> brother. Wow. I want to kiss you, but I can't do it in public. So I know let's not do let's that. Not but do yeah, five that. years, yes. man. Five years. Good. I think that's our usual fourteen minutes of banter. <laughs> oh God. So there oh. we go. No, that was interesting. I liked that. It was cool. Okay. All right. Uh, and I can always listen to my own voice any kind of days. All right. Okay. But myth busting then. We've myth got busting. some myths. Yes. Yes. Shall we yes, read yes. all the myths out first or do the one at a time? Uh I think that's yeah, it's a cool idea if we list them first, then if people are not really interested in one, they can always jump to the next one. That's true. So what we must do is not tell them which order we're going to do them in. <laughs> so what exactly. then? Read one. Yes, you go with the yes, first. Yes. Which one do you like so, best? Uh the search uh, is holy. Search will give you all the results back for everything. Yeah, I think that's true. Search can do Anything. Yeah. Good. I like that one. I like the next one, actually. Well, the next one on our list, which might not be the next one we do in order. Ta, but we'll ta, see. Ta. Uh, <laughs> all users are the same. Yeah. Users are users. And I'm yes. not talking about access and security here. No. We're talking about users. So, yes, external, users internal, external, federated. Internal, yes. Unfederated. Yeah. The unwashed. Yes. The smelly ones. <laughs> the difficult ones. The ones that's phoned the help desk every two weeks. The ones God. that think they know better than you. Yes. My therapist said that I should say this more on a regular basis. It's good for me. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> good. Uh, next one. Everything is backed up. No, I'm working not. in the cloud, so everything is backed up automatically, and I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. I think everything is secure, but they will work out on that. Everything is backed up in some way or another, so you yeah. don't need to worry about it. Good. And uh, E3 content is scanned for malware. Yeah, viruses, malware, all these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uploaded so I, content into Teams or... Don't uh, need to worry yeah, about don't it. Don't need to worry about yeah. it. It's all done. Mm-hmm. No. So they're, they're four nice myths, I think. We can drill down and... Yeah, we can play with that. I have a question, though. Just in case anybody's listening. Do we actually know the answers to these? We should. 
<laughs> we should. <laughs> well, we've got ChatGPT and whatever to yeah. to help us out here. So all right, good. If we're hallucinating, it's not us. It's ChatGPT. Yes, all the whiskey, Victoriana, or, yes. on its way. Okay, what do you want to go with? Do you want shall we just do them in order then? Yes. Right. yes. Search is holy. Search will give you back everything. Wherever, whatever, because there's a search bar on every app. Exactly. Office, SharePoint, Teams. Yeah. Microsoft and 365 homepage, content page, OneDrive. Yes. And, and, and just, in SharePoint, you can search in your title and metadata and yep. your documents. Absolutely. And in everything. So search is so. everywhere. Yeah. And it's all the same. Yes. And no matter where you are, you will find everything. That's what we are busting. Because it's not true. Exactly. It's definitely not true. Um, there's still but it a- is weird. All right. It's not a simple story, is it? So because we were sitting there playing a little bit with it earlier about searching for things like lists and stuff like yes. this. Yes. And even the logic of if the content is on a SharePoint site, you can search for it because the SharePoint site is driving a team site. Mm-hmm. So, so you will get different results yes and we'll explain the search we did do and we'll tell you about the results yep. later so all right so everything is searchable um um what does that say i can't read your writing no worries about structure oh because search will get you everywhere yes 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 um uh, it takes time and effort to build it right i think that's that's still valid but uh, yes um first things first so there's still two major um, searches in Microsoft. So you've got your Microsoft search and you've got SharePoint search. And these two things are not the same. So, so the statement should be searches. Searches. But the real problem is, how do you know which search you're searching in then? You don't. Well, if you, when you're in SharePoint, you will find SharePoint content. But if you're on the homepage, for example, that will that will be your Microsoft search. That will be the the Bing integration um, where you open up a, or you search something in Bing that will give you answers from within your content as well. So that's the Microsoft search part. That's the Microsoft yeah. search. So, so how do I get to look at the Microsoft search? Well, if you're on the Microsoft 365 homepage, uh, you will find a search bar that there. But can I edit that search? Uh, there's a few things that you can do. So if you go into your admin center, you can go to your search uh, service, and there are a number of things that you can that you can add uh, up there. So really, I did not know a, this. In fact, I'm going to just do yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's a list of uh, definitions and the. Uh, the the fact that you can put in the um, the AutoCAD file to see where everyone's sitting, these things. Is that, is that in Microsoft That's Search? Microsoft Search. It's not in SharePoint no, Search. I don't exactly. believe you. I don't yes. believe you. I might be wrong. You know something? So, there are going to be other people around that know this better than we do because they just it very well they just might focus be. Yeah, yeah. So if so, you go to your admin center, yeah, well, there now. Hey, this is live, guys. Can you see it happening? Yes. Oh, it's dun, not dun, a dun, vlog. Oh no, it's the other button. No. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so if you now go show all the admin centers, there should be a search um, in your um, settings. Yes. I think. And there's search the in intelligence. search in intelligence. So here we've got insights, answers, 
uh, customizations, uh, these things. So this is all Microsoft search. You're related. right. So this is answers yes. and everything else. And the, whatever yeah, I exactly. set up here yeah. will not be the same as SharePoint search. Exactly. Yes. All right. And then yes. the SharePoint search, of course, is in the SharePoint admin center. Well, there's not a lot of things that you can do there. So you can... No, sorry, that's not true. You can set up say, your managed metadata for your filters and all that. Yeah, uh, I'm looking for Which my is, more search, uh, more features. Here we go. And search. Yes. So that will bring you the back good to old your old classic. Good old search. Yes. So is there a way, do we know, that you can just say, ignore this search and combine the indexes and just have one search? I think that the indexes are pretty combined because if you look at if you go to the Microsoft 365 homepage and you search for something in SharePoint that will also show up uh, but all the extra features like the synonyms and the abbreviations and the, yeah. the stuff that you put on there that will not surface when you're in SharePoint no and we've we've had some strange things because I, I I quoted and Bart I know you don't listen to this but uh, you said to me today hey I looked for that list that we set up the other day. So on an MS Teams site, I put a tab, put a list onto the site, added it to the tab, put it all in play. That list was, of course, stored in the SharePoint site behind the MS Teams site, um, but it was not searchable, and it was not searchable from MS Teams, um, but it was searchable from SharePoint. Yes, and that's because Teams uses another search. Well, and I that does it use the, the Microsoft search then? I, I don't think so. So there's a third search. I'm I'm guessing there will be lots of... Like, I'm guessing that exchange search will still be something else as well. No, because you can search for your emails. Oh, this is something we really mm -hmm. need to look into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing... So there's, there's only one answer for all of this then, isn't there? So no workaround, no words about structure because search is not holy. It takes time and effort to get it set up. Yeah. Different search, teams data. So depending on what you want to have in search, mm -hmm. it depends. Yeah, exactly. So your example of I added a list to Teams and I can't find it through search, that's because Teams will only let you search for people and conversations and files, but not in all the other content that's in the other tabs. Because the reality is that a list, for example, really isn't in a site anyway. It's it is just, in a site. It's, it's not, not in, in a, a team. Yeah, exactly. It's not in a yeah. It's not in a yeah. site. It's not in a SharePoint site. It's just referenced from that site. It's not stored in the site. Is it? Nope. Nope. You can you can you can see them all at the beginning, and you basically it creates from there. But then you can basically tell it to what context it's stored in the Microsoft three six five group. Okay. Okay. So this looks again like something we need to. That's uh, something we need to dig deeper dig on around. because I this will. this looks pretty weird. Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty weird, but well, that the, the, it explains why um, that you can't basically. I don't understand why you can't get it from search. If you can get files, I don't understand why you can't get lists. Because a list is not a file. That's that's. The, the, um, but it's the same thing with, for example, planner tasks. You can't find them in the search because they're in planner. Where are Microsoft lists stored? If you're planning to create a list that will be used by you and your selected My Lists, it will be stored on your personal SharePoint site. The same site you access to open the files stored in OneDrive. 
Yeah, so you've got personal lists and they're stored in your OneDrive SharePoint site, but all the other lists, so they're still stored in your SharePoint. That that's that's not changed. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean you're you're right. I'm being a bit of an arsehole here, aren't I? Because lists are st- the good old fashioned SharePoint yeah, lists. Exactly, yeah. 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 So then still begs the difference as to why you can't find it. If I if I call a document library, Steve's Documents, mm-hmm. and I search for Steve's Documents, it will show me a link to the library. Yes. So if I create a list, why would it not show me the link to the list? In Teams. In library, well, if I search for the library in Teams, will I find it? I don't think so. If you look for a file that's in the library, then you will find it. But that's it. stored in SharePoint Index. Yes, SharePoint but that search. is being referenced from your Teams. You don't really understand this, do you? No, I do. No, you it's do. It's super easy. It, yes. It's super easy. It is super easy. I've got my Teams team, and that looks, every Teams team has a documents library that it just looks for, and everything you put in there will be findable. If I, however, create a second library on my Teams site behind my Teams team, I put a document in there, that will not be referenced or findable from Teams because Teams will only look for that default document library and the files that are in there. That's why you can't find your list, you can't find the planner, you can't find documents that are on the SharePoint side but not in that specific document So library. basically it's saying, uh, it's, it's contexting the, the search filter from the search bar and saying only show content from these locations that i knew about when i was created yes because it's only, yes. well yeah, because if i'm in a sharepoint site and i create a second document library and i put content in it it's going to be indexed against that sharepoint site yes but sharepoint will find it correct I, I get won't. it let me finish okay so but if i'm on ms teams and i search for it you're saying i won't find anything in the second document library yes but i will find content in the first document library yes so the, basically, the filter is taking the context of the MS Team site. So that's that. It has to be because it's in the same index. Yes, think but architecture. I'm, but it's it's not the SharePoint search that is being used in Teams. It's the it's a different search. Can't be. Has there's to only be. one scope. Has to be. No. Think architecture for a second. I, I, okay, yeah. somebody's going to write, they're going, Dolby, you're wrong, or, or no, Moraine, you're wrong, but yeah. I, we could know the answer. But logically speaking, yes. the whole SharePoint site is in the same index. Yes. Right? And yes. when you go to any search window, you're saying, I'm, set, I'm creating a search string that is pointed at the index. Yes. So if I'm in Teams, yes. are you saying that Teams is creating a separate index? I don't think so. Right. So therefore, that search query can only point at one index. Yes, but that search query will have a filter that will only find these locations. Which is what I've just said. Okay. So that that query from Teams has to be filtering everything that comes back. But it's still the same search. It's just there's a filter on the search bar. That's the only way this can work. Probably, yes. I'm guessing so. I guess that it's using the SharePoint search to fit, to bring back that information. And let's be honest, Microsoft don't recreate stuff. I mean, they only no. ever had seven methods to synchronize content exactly. down onto your desktop. <laughs> Never. But they, ever, they did ever. learn from that. 
So I'm interested. I, I've got a funny feeling this is to do with um, what they, the content you see. Oh, I've just worked out what this is all about. Oh. You care to elaborate? Well, yeah, yes. I just needed to get my my bits in order. Okay. Um, so we're we're busting this search myth. Possibly, I could just be lying and surmising wrong here. But let me just think this through for a minute. So, if I have a SharePoint site and I've got access to a document library, and I search in SharePoint, I get access to that library. Yes. Right. But if I'm shared a document from a document library I don't have access to, I won't find it because I only have permission on that link to that content. Because if I if I, I I'm not allowed access to the index because I'm not allowed on the site. So if you share a document from the shared documents libraries to me, yeah. Right? I can click that link. Yeah. It will say Dolby, you can edit that document. Yeah. And you'll get that document opening up and I can search it. Yes. If I try searching for that document from SharePoint, I can't. A, because I'm not allowed on the site. And, oh, I guess Anna's coming back from her holiday. That's why Sarah, uh, Silver's just disappeared. That's uh-huh. fine. Okay. Um, I just saw the headlights go past. Uh, so, yes, it's all to do with that search. So, even if I search for it, I can't see it, even though I have access to the document because I only have access in the context of the link that I'm shared against. And that's why this search is all separated. So I'm guessing that if I'm given access, you're all looking all confused. It's yeah, too yeah, much yeah. for you on a night, Wow. Isn't <laughs> Mind is blown. Okay. So basically, having permission for something doesn't mean that you will see it in search. There's no guarantee. That is, wow, that's a bold statement. But no, yes. But you get the logic, yes, don't you? I get the logic, yes. Yeah. Because it's that link that decides what access I have to that content. Read access, edit access, yeah. whatever access. Okay. Whereas the search index won't think about that. So that'd be interesting. Something to try. Another thing to test. Another thing to test, yes. We should test these things before we talk about it. <laughs> well, oh, the big well. subjects, anyway, aren't they? Yes. So the next episode is, will is be bit-busting revisited. Now we finally <laughs> tested out all the things that we said in the first episode. So there you go, guys. So listen, we, we, we're surmising a lot around here because I'm thinking from an architecture perspective how this is hanging together. Yeah. But if I search something, I get to search the index. Mm-hmm. And then it says, do you have rights to this document library? Yeah. So I can show you the content. But I don't have rights to it. But I might have permission to use a link that will open up a particular document in that library and tell me what rights I have on it. But if you have a link to use that document, doesn't that mean you've got access to the document? If I created a link that enables you to edit the document, that will create unique permissions on the document. And if you, The only reason I say this is two days ago, I think I looked at a document permission. So okay. I, I shared something with somebody and I looked mm. at the permissions on the document in the SharePoint site and that person was not shown as having access to that document because they have access to that link yes. that you send them. Yes. When they click on that link, it then applies the permissions to the document for that session. I don't think it's mm. permanently added there. So again, we'd need to have a look at what it's like, but I'm fairly certain that it's applied. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was actually adding unique permissions, but let's I, I, let's double check that I don't later. think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think it's stored in the object, but I might be wrong. I'm mm-hmm. happy to be wrong, but 
right. So anyway, anybody, if if we fucked this one up and we're definitely wrong, you know how to get hold of us. Sai Steve and uh, Moraine Summers on Twitter. Exactly. I would love to have the right answer, and we'll give you a shout out to say these guys were all smarter than me and Moraine. And, yes, uh, we'll, we'll have, have t-shirts made. <laughs> we'll have t-shirts made, yeah. I was smarter than Stephen Moran. Well, you know what my team are going to do now? If they listen to this, they're all going to go, right. <laughs> Let's build just, this. Just so they get a t-shirt where it says, Nick's smarter than Stephen <laughs> Moran. <laughs> yes, that's oh, true, that's because cool. we're now working on the same project. We are working And on we the same now project. have to see what we say in this uh, podcast because last podcast I, <laughs> I talked about uh, the non-existence of the governance documents and I got some flag for that. So, yes. okay, okay. You deserved it. I totally deserved <laughs> it, yes. That was Absolutely. such a funny moment. That was brilliant. That really was a funny moment. Yeah. All right, there we go. And it was my fault because I was the one that got the, good, the governance documents uh, leveled out all fine all, right. all fine all right Good. so that was search which is not holy i uh, know it, it is holy it's, it's got lots of holes in it <laughs> yes it's swiss cheese holy swiss cheese yes. holy yes yeah that but but then again I'm, like the last thing i want to say about uh, search is your results pages um microsoft is trying to be super helpful and giving you a nice result page uh, but I love the the old result page so much better back in SharePoint 2013 where you can just apply your own filters. And but you your... know why, don't you? I know why, but now no, we've no, got the... No, you don't know why. You okay. don't, you're not listening to me. All right. Uh, no, actually, finish off your conversation first. Well, now we've got the PMP stuff, which makes everything easier, but it's so ridiculously difficult to set that up in a good way because there are so many options. Yeah, but the reason that you're feeling this way is because you passed 40. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Nostalgia kicked in, yes. Yeah, I think I remember what it used to be like in when... In my days. Funny enough, I had a bit of a moment like that this week. I was talking to somebody about how really old I am. And it yeah. suddenly dawned on me that we were talking about computers. And we're actually talking about things like how complicated it is nowadays and stuff. We're talking about malware and viruses a bit later. But... Uh, I remember the first time that I came anywhere near a computer. I was about 15 years old, so it was a long, long time ago. And the school had a computer. I never got to see it because I was not smart enough. All right, there was two guys, John Romero, which I met at my reunion last week, and another one, I can't remember who, and they were taken into the classroom with the deliciously beautiful Miss Starkins, who was the physics and science teacher. Ooh. But I didn't get invited in. I think she must have seen the glint in my eye. Yeah. Uh, but yes, and there was a computer in this room, but I wasn't allowed to see it. And I'd love to have known how much it cost, but I, yeah. you know, I was just too it's young. It's one of those really big, big but, things, yeah. Uh, well, it was in a classroom. I don't think it can be usually big, but yeah, it was yeah. really weird. No. I'm sure we didn't have an IBM in the school. That was certain. No, but, uh, I get that. But that was All the first right. time we came in any computer. Then the next time, it was a teleprinter connected to the computer. You know, Ooh, you gave yes. it an answer and it yeah, printed yeah, out yeah, the answer. Yeah, yeah. And there wasn't even any screens. It was hilarious. Wow. That's how old I go back, brother. Okay. All right. Okay. All users are the same. Ooh, yes. All Second users yes. are the same. External users, internal users, federated users, they're all the same. And we just can... Just add a user and they get access yeah, to the file and they get exactly. the same access yeah, that everybody else does. Exactly, yes. So, there, that's it then. 
Yep. Is it true? Done. No, it's not true. Not at all. So external users. So we, we discussed this a little bit beforehand. What is an external user? And I can remember that Microsoft at one point said an external user is somebody that's not on your payroll. Yep. So somebody that works with your documents that you that you that has access to you, bits of your environment bits. that's not on your payroll. That's not on your payroll. And we yep. looked it up a little bit earlier as well, and we got a similar kind of definition. Yeah. Yep. Because then it threw up a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, is a federated user still classed as an external user? Yeah. Because that was a question. Mm-hmm. But I mean it all comes down to everybody except externals, doesn't it? Yes. Because that's the key piece of information. Yes. You want to yeah. be able to share things with everybody, but not people that are guests. Yeah. Uh, or For example, uh, your you intranet know. or yeah. bits of information, your brand center, things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so they're, they're external users. And the definition seemed to imply, for even for federated users, even though um, Bing AI tried to give us some... Yeah, smelly bullshit about uh, where yeah, that, it yeah, was yeah. definitely hallucinating. Yeah, um, but basically, because you're using an external token, not mm-hmm. part of your tenant. Yeah, then I think it's fair to assume that they are external. Yeah, because it's I'm more the other... certain of this one than I am about search. <laughs> the last question. Yeah, no, it's it's the other organization that you're federating with that is buying their licenses. So. Basically, you're just trusting their authentication. Exactly. Same with any other external stuff. If you send yeah. them to a Google email, you're trusting Google to come back and say, yes, that's this the, is that email Yeah, that's address. the person. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's that. So, um, are they the same? No, definitely not. So, you don't need to buy a license for them. Uh, that's, that's the good and easy part. Uh, well, why so you do you really just... need to know whether a user is internal or external? Well, probably because a number of compliance reasons and security reasons. You don't want to have too much information leak outside of your company, I'm guessing. No, and I think there's a there's a settings that you need to do. So, for example, you know, anybody can set a share up, potentially. Yeah. All right, so then you need to know whether they're an external user or not. Mm-hmm. But you don't really want somebody sharing a document that is your you know, vision and strategy for the next five years yeah. if, they, if they're if they sharing it with competition. Yeah. So you want to be able to say, look, no external people are allowed to see this content in this location. So yeah. even if somebody shares it, they're classed as an external person and therefore they wouldn't have access to that domain, which is why you say it's, it's compliance and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So those are your sensitivity uh, settings. Yeah, absolutely. And you also need to know the difference from a governance perspective. Yes. So uh, by default, you can just invite anyone you like uh, in there. But if you want to manage that a little better, there are ways where you can say, okay, um, if you want to work with an external person, we first need to add their email address to our whitelist. Yeah. And I believe that's a really good practice. Uh, it's a, a good thing uh, to do. And then you can say, okay, every six months we need... Uh, people uh, to or somebody internal to say yes that person is still working with us so that we know that we need to keep their accounts uh, yeah you do that and i think you also need in your governance documents to clearly describe the type of people that can access things and the type of people that can't yeah it would be cool if we can actually say i want to work with an external person but 
they can't be using a Hotmail or Outlook.com or a Gmail account. Or I believe you like can. That. Yes, you can. Yeah. 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 So you can. You, it has to have a certain level of yeah. authentication. Yeah. In fact, you would allow them to have a, a, a Hotmail account because that's actually on the same Active Directory that your tenant is. So you kind of trust that more <laughs> than you would do a Google account. Uh, yes, but you. In, I'm, I'm more meaning the uh, you the want idea of. No, of, of business emails instead of oh, personal okay. emails. Like I want you to work for, I don't know, uh, ABC Finance instead of uh, hornyjohn69 at uh, gmail.com. Oh, you've been to that website as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that. Yeah. Um, uh, yes and kind of no, but I get it. You mm. know, um, what other way you do it by domain yeah. or uh, various ways of filtering them out. But uh, yeah, that's cool. So anyway, um, and federated users, that was one of the things that we kind of had a bit of a question mark against. So federated users, of course, are not guest users. They're mm -hmm. another characterization, yep. but they're still classed as externals, as we said a few minutes yep. ago. Um, but basically, it just means that it's easier to, to authenticate them yeah. and to manage everybody that comes from that other tenant yep. that you federated yep. against. Yep. By um, the way... Did you so you know the everyone except external users group? Correct. You know about that? Did you also know there's an everyone group? You just need to enable it. It's disabled by default, but you can enable it. Is it called everyone? Yes. Is it not called all users? Uh, it's everyone. I didn't so know if that. You, if you enable that, you can actually just say, I want to share this with everyone. Oh, you have to rename that though, because as soon as everybody starts typing everyone, They'll yeah, just take the one wrong one or the other one. It's true. But, but I guess if it's a public domain. Yeah. I, I just uh, enabled it for one customer two years ago, something like wow, that. Wow, I did not know that. No. There you go, you see. Well no. done, my friend. And then something that new. way you can actually make your SharePoint site a public website. To an extent. They still yeah. have to be shared, though. You still yeah, have to but be authenticated. Share with, no, if you share with everyone, this makes it an anonymous anyone link. Don't believe that. Hmm. Don't believe it. All right. Can't be. Drip, drip, ping. <laughs> no, I don't see it. Well, anyway, okay. I will look that up. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you're right, to be no. honest. But I, I thought everything had to be authenticated in some way. Otherwise, it would be a public website. Yes. And I didn't think public websites were available on your tenant. It's frowned upon. <laughs> I can't be asked to look at Oh, no, no, now. no, of course. All right, yes. so that's cool then. Okay. All right, so all users are the same as the, all these options that we're coming out with. They're yeah. all rubbish. Yes, uh, exactly. Because they aren't. And and it's so important that users are different and that True. they aren't the same. So yeah. that's cool. This is, We're having way too much fun on this. It's nearly 45 minutes in already. Really? Yeah, this is great fun. Okay. Great fun. So we could do the third one and then call the it night and uh, <laughs> start on the uh, Glen Scotia. Or we could oh. do the last one. Uh, yes. Or we well, could just do them both. Do them both because the, the third one, everything one. is backed up automatically. You don't have to worry about. I think we can be fairly short about that. And I, just I think say, it's very, very short about it. If you just go to office 365 distilled.com, boom. Uh, if I could actually spell distilled correctly. And if you go to the um, episode that is highlighted, if I can just do that, you will find episode number, waiting start, 113. Mm -hmm. And that will tell you 
that uh, everything is not backed up. In fact, we had a friend who joined us. Um, so Murray Masiri. Yep. Was that spoke, did I say it correctly? I got it wrong all the time on that podcast as well. I so think so. Yeah, yeah. Have Murray, a look yeah. at episode 113, Cloud Ally, the M365 backup backstory, and you will find out that nothing is backed up. Exactly. It's not there at all. There are some archiving tools and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, but that's a great episode. 113, no. Cloud Ally. It took, we, just, we spent an whole hour just talking about backup and some horror stories and everything exactly. else. And yes. Everything else. And, um, uh, because I, we also have our own horror story. I, I don't really want to talk about this no, horror story. it's fine. <laughs> um, but um, now Microsoft's also coming out with their own Azure backup and restore solution. Yes, um, they are. Yes. Yeah. Well, they, they have the storage locations for it so yeah. that the software can actually get backed up into that space. Yeah. But it's an extra service that you need to buy. Of course, yeah. So, uh, well, it's yeah. just the storage angle, isn't it, of the, I guess uh, so. the application. Yeah. So no. Cloud Ally, for example, they do back up onto uh, Google and AWS. Yeah, and, and which is a better idea to have a backup on a, on a different, different system. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. All so right. that's true. So that's and, and, number and three. Based upon, you know, I don't want to talk about the disaster story, but, you know, a lot of stuff in your Active Directory is not restorable if it happens to get deleted because somebody runs the wrong PowerShell file. Mm-mm. <sighs> exactly. Yes. All right. Good. Um, number four. Number four. E3 content is scanned for malware. So this is talking about all users have business essentials or an e3 license yeah and whatever they put content in microsoft 365 so sharepoint files OneDrive files it's uh, all emails, virus scanned and all it's virus protected scan, against malware, malware it's nothing, all fully protected yeah nothing can go wrong wrong boing wrong okay we only found out about this because we got asked the question the other day yes and we kind of went no oh, it's all covered i think uh, probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to go kind of looking at this, or I had to go looking at this. Now, if you've got E5 licenses... You're covered. Everything, left, yeah. right, and center, yeah. upside down, inside out, backwards, nice. forwards, everything is covered, which is cool. And you'd expect nothing more for the king license exactly. of Microsoft 365. So E3.5, uh, everything is actually virus protected because by default... Yep. Um, anything in Exchange is also protected as well with some malware stuff. But So you end up with the Exchange online protection, EOP. That's by default. Okay. But that does all your emails and all that kind of stuff. And the the virus part of that covers your virus documents uploaded. So okay. your documents are uploaded and they're virus scanned mm-hmm. uh, using Defender um, uh, EOP. Yeah. Now, if you want to get really smart, you have to use something called Defender for Office 365, P1 and P2. Yeah. And they then actually, or P1, then does scan all of your documents for malware uh, and for uh, all the shit that you could end up having problems with. All right. But by default, E3 does not have those applications. I think the bis- the business premiere stuff does, the M365 license that business premiere does, mm, which okay. may- which is why I got confused thinking, yeah, we've got this, but I eventually got so confused by all the bullshit from Microsoft, I actually asked Microsoft and went, can you clarify once and for all? And the answer yeah. is no. You don't. Okay. So you have to buy on top of your E3 license Defender Endpoint, uh, sorry, Defender Office 365 P1 
Uh, and yeah. you do you do get defender endpoint P1. So mm-hmm. you do get that for your client, for your end place, but not for so is that content. part of Intune then? Now, uh, uh, which what are we talking the about? The defender endpoint. No, it's actually part of E3. You do get okay. it. So because okay. that was what was confusing. I kept reading this endpoint stuff, saying, "No, I am protected." And then when you look at it, it's endpoint, and so that's the defender application on your laptop. Okay. But not if you're only using browser stuff. Yeah. Not covered. Okay. But. Is the logic. The logic says if I have a machine where I have Defender Endpoint P1 covered and I have a file on there that's scanned by Defender. Mm-hmm. So if I upload it into MS Teams or SharePoint, it doesn't matter. It's scanned by that software. Yeah. And if I open it on my Endpoint, it's scanned. But mm-hmm. if you're using a different kind of defending tool or antivirus tool yeah. or a malware tool that does not do malware, mm-hmm. then you could be uploading malware into your ms team site and of course downloading it as well because your endpoint software is not actually protecting uh, gotcha. against malware so yeah. it can get a bit complicated yeah but you do have a license for endpoint so. all right i'm a big believer cool. in having the microsoft defender or stuff on my laptops and anybody that buys a laptop and they get the free version of ferrari whatever it's called you know uh, yeah mckenzie M- Dazuzi, but thing. mcafee yeah that's thing, one yes. get rid of them and just oh, get windows God. to load everything all up and yeah. you're normally quite good i'm not running an ex- extra virus software anyway no, no. I was also telling a story of somebody today was talking about how complicated these things are getting. We were talking about, yes. you know, our hackers, ethical hackers, and how much of a big competition it is, oh. and all this kind of stuff. And I was, I was telling a story. So I'm trying to work out how long ago this was. Um, oh, I'm guessing it must be 30 years ago. Oh, okay. And um, we were talking about how um, people try to get you to click on links, you know, uh, all the social engineering stuff and things like this. And I remember uh, in the very early days of playing around with these things, I'd get these emails, because I used to go and visit some fairly dodgy places, but I'd get these emails saying, hey, click on this link. And I knew that it was not a good thing to do, Mm -hmm. right? But I'm thinking, well, I wonder what actually happens if you do click on these things. Because I was just an inquisitive boy, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was about 11 o'clock at night. And so I clicked on this uh, this link, and oh, it was three thirty in the morning when I eventually got back to bed, because I was just trying to clear these bloody um, pop ups and screens. Uh, and- yeah, it, it was just simple um, virus that uh, infected the um, hard drive thing in the middle there, which is now write read only anyway but basically yeah you couldn't get rid of it i was constantly oh, wow. antivirus scanning so i learned my lesson the hard way yeah don't click on it just to see what happens okay and uh but uh but yeah i never Jeez. forget that but nowadays of course that thing doesn't even get anywhere near you no but it was, it was part oh, no. of fun so there you go four myths busted boom nice well four myths busted who's gonna do are you pouring or reading i'm pouring all yes. right good well, we hope you enjoyed that. That was quite different, uh, looking at Mythbusters. So thank you, Charlotta, uh, uh, Moraine's daughter, um, uh, who came up with this idea of Mythbusters. I think it was a really good idea. She said, why don't you do a podcast on that? Another little-known fact about his daughter, um, she's actually the same name as the first ever whiskey we drank on Office 365 Distilled Podcast. 
So we actually drank the that that was that was not an accident. No, it wasn't. That was actually my first uh, intro intro into whiskey because my back then wife, now my ex-wife, uh, bought me just, this just the one X. Yes. Oh yeah, you still got some work to do to get your second <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, she bought me the, that bottle when she was buying cigars for me. She saw that bottle on the shelf and she was like, "Oh, that's cool. He likes uh, a whiskey, so I'll bring that home." And that was, to be honest, my first peated whiskey as well. Nice. Yeah. So, so Charlotte, yeah, named after the whiskey that we first drank on the uh, on the podcast. So that was cool. Nice. All right. So we're now going to go to Campbelltown. Um, we're going to sit there. And, and drink probably one of the most classic whiskies going. Uh, about 18 months ago, my mother said, what do you want for your birthday or something stupid? And I said, you know, um, I like whiskey. Why don't you buy me a little box set of different whiskies? And so uh, there's a great whiskey store in Nottingham uh, and the council house. Really good, great guys. Talk to them about anything. And, um, uh, and they've got a little... Lots of samples, a good sample. So she bought me this box set from Glen Scotia Distillery in Campbelltown. Um, and uh, one of them was this Victoriana, which is lovely. And uh, when she bought me birthday presents two years later, she bought me the same box again because she'd forgot she'd bought it already. That's but fine. But I didn't mind. No, exactly. So it's been sitting there for yes. a while because I, I haven't got the full bottle. I, I must put it on my list. But, yeah. uh, but there we go. So this is Glen Scotia Victoriana. Okay. Um, deep charred oak casks it's got no age statement it's exactly no age statement it's cask strength but it's only 54 percent of alcohol so that kind of tells me that there's probably some older whiskey involved um possibly yeah possibly but indeed so the um tasting notes uh Talk a lot about sugar. Sweet and sugar, yes. yeah. So, uh, I mean, on the nose, creme brulee, melted sugars, caramelized fruits, and oak. Here we go. Okay. And okay. it is very sweet. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's quite nice, actually. Well, I told you I really enjoyed this it drink. It gives me a little... A little vibe of a, of an American with some rye in Vanilla it. Vanilla rye. Yeah, I might I might be wrong. I'm see what it's probably wrong on that. There's not rye in it, but and just to have something completely different on the taste, it's roasted sugars, black currants, and spice. All right, let me go in there because I do get a lot of alcohol notes in here. So. Oh. 18 months, two years ago, when I tasted the first time, I thought this was amazing. And it still is. I don't care what you think, by the way. I, I, I know. I, I, I really know. hope you don't like it. That would be two podcasts in a row where you've had a whiskey you're not so sure about. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disliking it. Um, I think it, I think this is a, a, a it's got a lot of depth into it. I know it is sweet. There's no doubt about it's that. It's sweet, yes, and it's not overly crazy. It's not like this port cask or this whatever mm. cask that we've been trying. So this is fairly decent and normal. I'll tell you something though. Give it five more years, and some of those sugars have kind of it, it, it's a bit treacly, isn't it? 
It sticks to the teeth. Yes. I do not dislike it. Wow. Double negatives. That means you like it. I am going to pour a little few drops of water in there. Well, the finish is supposed to be cocoa and dark chocolate and dark fruits, and that is definitely there. I yeah. think the bit that that I don't remember is that bit of that bit of harshness on the on the on the finish. Yeah, yeah, and that that I, harshness it, continues actually. Yes. So if that would be gone, then this would be incredibly smooth. Or if it was a more peppery rather than yeah, something like yeah. that. If something kicks in in the back, yeah. I've just done the water trick myself, so. That does wonders. I would for just think the nose is just. Yes. Uh, yes. Now you get a little pepper in the back. Oh, I like Which the nose. It brings out keeps. that uh, fruit uh, and oakiness from on the nose. Mm-hmm. That drop of water. Yeah, that really does wonders for this whiskey. Mm. Yeah. Even before I swallow it, mm. on the palate itself. And you're right, pepper. There you go. That's the whiskey I remember. Yes. Now this I can get used to. Yeah. So there we go. From Office 365 Distilled. Another myth that was busted. The Victoriana. <laughs> if you pour some water into it. A little drop of water. It turns into a miraculous drink. I liked it. I mean, let's be honest. This this has got awards from 2021, 22, 23. Triple gold awards in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, Best non-age statement whiskey. Yeah, double yeah. gold. Nice. I, yeah, I, I, I see that. For a non-age statement whiskey, I like this a lot. Yeah, let's see what uh, there's a few reviews on site. Let's have a quick look. Tremendous expression, very enjoyable, a bit of a crowd pleaser, always worth the purchase. Five star, James K. Well, with seventy-five pounds per bottle, it's, it's not overly expensive. It's not overly expensive. I but honestly it's not think cheap it's, either. No, but I think it's complex enough to to be valuable for the price. Yes. So I mean yes. it's it's a it's a whiskey that's made us think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no regrets. No regrets at all. Well there is one regret, sharing this small bottle with you. It's now done, yes. Yeah. I get that, yes. But I might but put that on my purchase list. We are in the UK pretty soon. We are. So we might yeah, need we're to close to Oxford. Bring a bottle of this. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> mm. Farnborough is just down the road from Oxford. Oh, well, maybe... Actually, that is a very interesting question. What whiskies for our fifth birthday are we going to put into the tasting? What did we do last year? We did the milk and honey. Um, yes. And that's the only one I can really remember off the top of my head. I think I also brought the uh, Ardbeg Uggdal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Uggdal. Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, so, ignoring that then. We had that amazing whiskey from Kevin as well. Oh, yes. That French. Did. I know Kevin's planning on doing, joining us again this year yes. for that tasting. Good. Actually, I think he's joining us on the uh, table for dinner. So Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, but what will we take then? What are we going to tempt people with for that tasting? That's a bloody good question. 
Let's talk about it. I'm sure we can we can yeah. work something out. Yes. Yeah, what would we do? We'll Don't have know. like a bottle of four or five, I guess. The, the red right. Ledeg. Oh, yes. The Sinclair, yes. The Sinclair. Yeah. yeah, there's a few there. All right, good. So, myth busting. Myths busted. Uh, myth busted. Yeah, we knew we did ones that were really not true right from the beginning, so yeah. we never thought about that. Maybe yeah, we should have. We missed a bit there. Yeah, but that's an opportunity. Are these the that's only next four? episode? Four myths that appear to be true. <laughs> that are not myths. Yes. Four non-myths. Exactly. So four things that you already know that we will talk about. Yes. The search one was was actually my favorite conversation because yeah. that, that you are right. And there's so much you can do about it. So things like PHP search, uh, all of the indexing on SharePoint, yeah. all of that extra stuff mm-hmm. you have to do yeah. to make it really efficient. Um, but you can just leave it, of course, and it'll do the basic stuff for anybody. Yeah. So, yeah, lots and lots of myths. So if you have any myths, we will answer them for you. Yes. Send them over on Twitter or wherever. Oh, it's a cool idea. Yes. Yeah. Any myths. Yes. We might even do some research and testing. For once. <laughs> yes. We can do it every three months, a myth-busting episode. Yeah. All right. Something well, like you know, after five years, I'm fairly certain nobody will send anything in. No, probably not. You yes. would not believe that we've had over 70,000 downloads by various people over the last five years. And zero and zero Twitter accounts and answers. Our, Nobody yeah. gives a fuck, really. You know. Oh well. Now that means I need to check the box that's obscene. Yes. So you, now that oh. I, I think that this uh, Victoriana also contains some melancholy, because we seem to be getting in a melancholic <laughs> mood. Okay. Well, well, you know, five years is a long time. I think it's worth it's celebrating. So yes. it should be fun. All right, oh, guys. Yeah. So thank you very much uh, to Charlotte for the subject. And yes. I think that was a, a great idea because uh, we had no idea what else to do like we normally don't. Uh-huh. And uh, here's the challenge. What are we going to talk about on our fifth birthday? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to think on that one. Any we'll subjects, to, yes. all welcome. You yeah. can tell us anything you want because we know nobody will give us an answer anyway, so we're safe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Actually, you know, man, I'm excited. I'm getting excited about good. that. That's good. And um, um, I should say that you do, you will see a bunch of postings on the Twitter account from Office 365 Distilled, Moraine, and myself about voting for us if we get shortlisted. Yes. So if we get shortlisted, we are relying on you yeah. to see whether we can actually win a little gong at the UK Community Awards oh, at so the South cool. Coast Summit. Yes. I, I've won an award before at these events, and it is yes, the coolest, but, but, coolest thing in the world. But then we can say this is our award-winning podcast. That's true. Do you know I got nominated for Evangelist, too? I found oh, myself. Really? Oh, yeah, I found myself oh, in the cool. lists. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's so fine. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. That's so cool. I think tomorrow. It's tomorrow the first. Yes. Uh, oh, well, no, Friday. No, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Friday, I believe the shortlists are announced. <gasps> so Friday right. might be exciting. So that'll oh, be yes. so cool if we do. Oh, Am I wow. going to be disappointed if we don't? Nah, that's nah. fine. It's we do fine. this for fun. Exactly. Yes. We do this for fun. All cool. right, guys. Anyway, yes, we're obviously in the mood to rabbit. That that whiskey has gone to my head. It has certainly got a 54%. Right. Okay. So that's neat. All right. So Steve Dolby saying bye, and I'm going to hand over to the main man here. Ciao. 
No, you can do better than that. You nah. can. Go, think about it. I'm going to build okay. up for it. All right, oh, you ready? no. So you no. think about it. Here we go. Okay. Hey, Office 365 Distilled, episode 120, handing over to the immensely brilliant and most popular Moraine Summers, who's going to do a spectacular finish to this podcast. If you find us on Spotify or on Tinder, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> no, on that note, I think just say goodbye, my man. <laughs> Ciao, bye-bye.